to FPL Radio for Friday the 4th of November. We are here, game week 15, the penultimate game week before the World Cup, which still just sounds a bit insane when it's getting as cold and as dark as it is, but here we go. My name is Matt and I'm joined as always by Mr. Ryan Hodges. Hello, Ryan. Hello, Matt. Uh, as you say, very, very close to a World Cup now. I can't, I just can't work out. And I know there's, well, there's various reasons why it's happening during the winter period, but a lot of players now are really suffering injuries and they're not going to make it for, I mean, for, for whatever reason. But yeah, I mean, I'm thinking more of my boy Sonny. He, he's now busted his cheekbone and he might not play. I, I, I'm hopeful he'll get one of those um, Phantom of the Opera style masks that he can still do it. But yeah, it just doesn't seem to have thought about the players. But anyway, that's that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about fantasy football. Uh, two weeks to go, yeah? Yeah, seems seems like it. Um, so let's take a look back at game week fourteen. Um, we have to. Yeah, it was it was it was the <laughs> it was all touch and go. We were all waiting to see if Harland was going to make it. He didn't. He ended up on the bench. He didn't even end up on the bench. He was out of the squad entirely. Um, so yeah, there was a lot of uh, probably quite a lot of relieved managers switching that had their vice captaincy switched, and they didn't sort of come on for a two minute cameo or anything at the end to completely ruin the game week but yeah how did you how did you get on over the over the week Ryan? Well, let's give ourselves some credit I think we called it and we did say get your vice captains um, sorted uh, so therefore good planning hopefully you were rewarded um, on the Harlan note yes I got wind of it and I did um, I did take him out of my team uh, and then I put in well, Andreas was he was coming anyway as an auto sub, so it really didn't didn't affect me. But it, yeah, I just basically took him out of my team, um, and then I managed to switch captain, captaincy over to Salah. So um, yeah, that, that that he got a return with a goal, uh, so that was okay. Um, and my back line was okay. Let's let's start with my back line. This is these are the pluses. So Pope got clean sheet, Trippier clean sheet, assist, bonus, like absolutely. Is he our top defender score for him? He must he must be up there. He's gonna be yeah, he's the star of the season. I think Cancelo maybe just just picks him. He just got him with it. Yeah, maybe and Cancelo, clean sheet. Ryan Sessignon. So I made a late switch. Uh, that was before the kerfuffle around Harlan not doing it. I, I, I looked at the team and I thought, do I start Sessignon away at Bournemouth? Or do I start um Kukurea, uh where Brighton? And I thought, no, I'll go with a Sessignon. I thought he would have a, a better turn. And well, when we were two down, I was cursing myself, but Chelsea were, I think, three down at the time. So it was like, oh, well. And then he pops up with a goal. So, yeah, six-pointer from Session. So that was, uh, I was pleased with that. Right. Uh, okay, let's let's pick out the pluses. So I was mentioning Salah Caps, that's fine. Martinelli, another goal. Um, but Foden didn't start again. One point of rubbish. Zaha, we fell into that trap, didn't we? We fell into the trap, saw his fixtures. Was He had form. We just expected more returns and he's just done nothing. Uh, and Jess Pereira came in for three points. That's absolutely fine. And then the forward line, Tony. Why have I gone down the Tony route? Um, he's just been absolute miserable pick for me. Um, in course, in hindsight, I probably should have gone Callum Wilson, but the fixtures were okay. They were there for Tony. Um, and then it gets even worse because what he did in the 94th minute in Madison style got booked and now he cannot play the next fixture. So brilliant stuff. And then Mitrovic, um, I think we have to cut him some slack. He, he has been good. It just wasn't one of those days. Um, my bench, yeah, 
basically I had Gahey uh, sort of third on my bench, so he was never really going to make the first the first team. So I missed out on a clean sheet for him. But yeah, not good. Fifty nine points. So I think I've gone forty nine, forty nine, fifty nine. So hopefully I can get sixty nine this week, or maybe another fifth, another fifty nine. It was a terrible um, sort of game week rank, and yeah, I'm overall rank now four eight two. Absolutely plummeted in the last three weeks just because. I've got nothing. I mean, basically, I'm, I was looking at my team and Arsenal. This this whole thing around um, that that blank fixture has pretty much cost me a lot of points. And um, yeah, like look, all of these hindsight things. I haven't got an Arsenal defender. Probably should have had one by now. I haven't had one all season, but uh, they they continue to look and are a very good team. And I've only got Martinelli. Um, I need to add to that. Maybe off the back of the World Cup because next couple of weeks, yeah, it's just not going to be enough to be able to make any changes. So, yeah, not not where I want to be, Matt. What about you? <laughs> Fairly similar story, really. I actually thought I'd had quite a good game week until I looked at my game week rank, and it was four millionth in yeah. the in the world this week. But uh, sixty four points for me. A few highlights: uh, Pickford in goal, eleven points, clean sheet, yeah. six saves, and three bonus. So yeah, that he's was, been good, uh, hasn't he? He's been Pick good up. last couple of weeks. He 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 underperformed sort of immediately after I got him in the World Cup, but he looks like he's uh, he's doing well. I transferred in Ben White for Koulibaly, um clean sheet for him, which is good. Nice. Um, so that's that was a uh, nice no attacking returns, unfortunately, but you can't have everything. Um, and yet, pretty much, I think the rest of our teams are, are pretty much the same. Um, so yeah, it's definitely you know Foden has been a pretty appalling transfer. I bought him in. He's played twenty eight minutes and thirty minutes, and Trossard, who I replaced him with, has scored in both of the games that he swapped yeah. him out for. So it's always the way, you know. I'm 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 going to keep the faith, I think. But yeah, Tony suspended, annoying. Mitrovic very lucky actually to avoid a red card, which would have even even more annoying um, uh, in in that one. So yeah, sixty four points pretty bang average and really at this point i'm just trying to scrape by until the world cup and uh go go again in 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 the end of december i reckon but um yeah pretty yeah, pretty not too bad but it'll be interesting to see when we come back off the back of the world cup i i think there will be a, a quite a strong templated team that we'll set up with whether whether people go with i mean form will completely be gone obviously there might be injuries throughout that world cup um and maybe some tired players but We'll see what 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 it looks like, and I'm I haven't even sort of looked it around who might have the best fixtures on that return, but yeah, I imagine we'll set things up that look similar, and then hopefully we can make some gains in sort of double game weeks and wild guards and free hits and triple captains, so to change our fortunes. So yeah, it's a uh, it's been a frustrating period of time, and the key key things for me is like the Newcastle form. I've gone two at the back, but to be fair, it is. It, um, Elmeron has been just sensational over the last couple of weeks. Callum Wilson looks like he's trying to get on the plane to Qatar, so he's he's banging form. And yeah, it's just I, I just haven't really got any attacking returns from my forward line. Um, I mean, we can sort of take Harland out because everyone's got him, so it's just what the others are doing. And Saka, you can think, well, he got injured, didn't he? So that was a, a, a saving grace. So we'll see. Right, let's look forward to the fixtures um, rather than. Going to licking our wounds. Um, <laughs> so there's two fixtures, um, dates of Saturday 5th and Sunday 6th, and pretty equal spread across the two. What is it, five and a five? So, um, yeah, I mean, Matt, uh, surely, well, tell us, what, what's what's the news on Haaland? Man City at home to Fulham. We've got Haaland, we've got Foden, we've got Ken Shello. What is, what's it looking like? 
<laughs> well, he's been spotted in training videos. Ooh, um, I see. He was uh, he was seen in some. So he didn't play in the Champions League game. Pep said he was gonna, not going to play in that one. That was a dead rubber. Although Foden did get ninety minutes um, in that one. Um, he's been he's been spotted in training videos. It looks like he's sort of participating in the same drills as everyone else. We haven't haven't heard from Pep yet. As the time of recording, we're still waiting for his press conference. I would be. I would definitely be expecting him to be in the squad, whether he starts, whether he comes off the bench, he potentially could be off the bench, but um, I think he's probably more likely if he's somewhat fit to start and come off at 60 minutes than you would be to bring him on after for, with sort of 30 minutes to go. I think that, you know, you're sort of expecting someone to come in a little bit cold there, maybe. Um, I think maybe, you know, sort of there. So he's going to remain in my team. He's going to remain as captain. I think that's just such an enticing fixture at Fulham at home. I think, I think they've conceded something like two goals on average in all their away games and city have scored, I think three in every one of their home games. So could be, you know, a good week for him. If he can, if he can make it, we'll, we'll have to wait and see what, what, what the press conference might say. Not that we expect Pep to ever give us, give us too much, but it is worth noting that the first, there is no early kickoff tomorrow, so we've got four fixtures oh, yeah. at three o'clock, which means the deadline of one thirty. So last week we got a little inkling of news from from Harlow's and Foden not being in the eleven um, just before um, just before the deadline. So potentially we could we could get a little bit more info. It's at home as well, so the players will be getting off the off the bus right outside the Etihad. So we should get an early indication of at the very least if he's in the building. Um, so potentially there, but. The tricky thing is, I think the calculus remains the same. Even if he's on the bench, even if he's out the fixture, you probably still keep him because you've got that value. You'd expect him to be back next week, and then and then you're then it's a World Cup break, which he's not playing in. So, um, I, I think it's it's one of those ones where potentially the only thing I might do if he, if it turns out he's not going to start is maybe switch the captain. But otherwise, I think he's you know he stays in the eleven for me. Because um, that yeah that does look like a nice game for 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 City. I mean you know Fulham are, Fulham are doing really well this season, really sort of impressive package overall. But they do seem to be able to concede concede some goals, so it's going to be a it's going to be an interesting one to see what happens. Yeah, I think was that Fulham? Yeah, nil nil. I think it might have been their first clean sheet of the season. But again, it was one of those games that probably suited Fulham and Everton to grind out a nil nil. Um, yeah, so but. I expect City to win this game if Haaland's part of that fixture. I expect him to return. So, yeah, I'll be going down the same route. I mean, we're sort of covering off captaincies now, but I mean, it's we might as well do it now because it's hardly going to be a surprise later. Um, any other fixtures, Matt? There's a few interesting ones on Sunday. We've got Chelsea versus Arsenal in the early, early kickoff, 12 o'clock game on Sunday, which is quite an unusual time. Um, I guess move for European commitments. Um uh, and Spurs Liverpool bookmarking that that Sunday was 4:30 game for, for that so um it's going to be a really interesting sort of test for 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 a lot of those teams i think you know arsenal obviously absolutely fly in the season they've they've pretty much managed to overcome everything they've come up against apart from that sort of blip result against united um so it's going to be interesting to see if they can carry that that form through and you know obviously chelsea are a, a very sort of hit and miss up and down at the moment obviously got they got battered by brighton um last week which is a bit of a Bit of a shocker, I suppose, for 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 them. So it's going to be interesting to see if they can um, really leverage that um, that there. And and you know, same with Liverpool against against Spurs. Spurs are a bit of a you know topsy turvy team. As I'm sure you'll 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 attest to Ryan this this season. But you know, Liverpool come off the back of that great result against City, and then and then lose to Forest and to um, who was the other one they lost to? Forest and uh, Liverpool. Leeds. Yeah, Forest and Leeds. So, but you know the thing—the thing with Liverpool, you know they—they they got a result this week against Napoli in the Champions League. 
they are the kind of team that are able to seem to be able to raise themselves for these bigger tests and these sort of these these bigger occasions. So I, I you know, be more and I probably had more expected expectancy of a Liverpool to get something against Spurs than I would against maybe a, a lower mid table side. For strangely enough, at the moment with how they're with how they're all playing, so. Yeah, interesting to see kind of what happens in in both of those fixtures. Really, I think it's a, they're both both quite tough to call. I think all all the teams could make a good argument for for wanting to come out on top in in each one of those. Uh, yeah, I completely agree with you. Liverpool. It seems like they can get up for a big game, and then weirdly, you just get caught out by maybe something that isn't isn't so uh, um, appealing to them. But the against Spurs, Spurs had to put an immense effort away at Marseille to get the result in the Champions League. Uh, I mentioned it earlier, Sonny's now out. Um, he will not play again before the World Cup. Um, we are struggling up front. <laughs> Lucas Moura now is in the starting lineup after not appearing for forever, but Kuzeski is close to return, but I can't see whether they will risk him here. Um, in addition to that, Richarlison, I don't think he's going to make a return again before the World Cup. I don't, I don't think he's going to be back at all. So at the moment, we've got Harry Kane. Harry Kane has started to look a bit leggy. Um, his classic was we're going to a World Cup. He, he started to look a bit tired, but he's played a lot of minutes. We don't rotate him very much. Uh, so it's not not uh, not any anything new there. But I think the key thing here is... I think mentally it took a lot out of the team. Yes, they got the result, but how much more they got to do? I mean, like Hoiberg, who scored the actual winner five minutes before then, he, he literally could not walk. So how he went up the other end and, and then scored the goal, which was a great goal, uh, it was beyond me. So um, we have been rotating Benson Core. Um, he changed the game at Bournemouth when he came off the bench. Uh, we did make changes at Bournemouth. So we started, I think, with only four players who played the original League fixture, so it was a real rotated team. But again, two 0 down. He uh, Conte had to make the changes and brought a lot of players on. Session uh, has looked not uh, average at best, and he was lucky to survive. I think before he scored against Bournemouth, he was going to be hooked off, uh, but then he managed to get the goal, and I think they kept him in and they changed the shape. But um, I think like Liverpool, I think would. I mean, they've just been. Two teams, you can't call it, but I would expect Liverpool to get the result here. Anything else wanted to pull out? Man United, um, they're looking a good, compact team. And I must admit, it for me, it's Casemiro. I mean, from every neutral fan that has been the problem Man United, they have not had a central holding midfield player for about six seasons and have tried to make do with uh, McFred. Now they've got Casemiro quality person he knows his job he knows what he has to do and funny enough Man United has started to look a little bit more um yeah solid so I think he's made a big difference Ten Hag's finally getting um sort of some good good things around Rashford he popped up a goal uh, away to Villa Villa had a good start then they got hammered so I would expect another United win and I think a potential clean sheet again. So I think there's opportunities there with Man United with potential attacking returns, but I think clean sheets um, would be good. And then let's talk about Newcastle away to Southampton. I can't see Newcastle not winning this game again. I mean, Southampton are a very odd team uh, where they can just pull out a bit of a, a game once in a while. But I just think the form Newcastle are in, 
and their players are just in some sensational form with Wilson and Almiron. I just think they've got to have too much of Southampton again. So, um, yeah, a great team, um, Newcastle at the moment, and fully justifying their league position. Um, what? Yeah, so how are you set up, Matt? Have you got, what, what have you got transfer-wise? Well, I actually made an early transfer this week, uh, something I've yeah. been trying to avoid. Um, uh, I, I wish very... I'd done it now, but yeah, <laughs> I think I know what you've done. Yeah, I mean, um, uh, so that suspension for Tony meant he, um, he was on his way out. Callum Wilson was due to rise. He's actually risen twice already, so I've managed to get, um, I've banked a bit of profit on him already. He's gone up 0.2. Um, Tony went down as well, Matt, so you've banked Tony went down, exactly. Three, yeah. Tony was going to drop, Wilson was going to go up, so so that was that was a clear sort of swing for me, so I got that one early. I have actually, there's been a bit of news that Wilson's a little bit under the weather with a bit of a cold, actually, um, <laughs> so it would be pretty punishing if that was the case but i suspect he's going to battle through um with, with that one so yeah i made that transfer early i I'd have no, that was the only free transfer i've got i am tempted to do another one and take a hit um because i partially because i just i think obviously with harlan still being a bit of a doubt and some of these other players maybe sort of being rotation risk i mean i might just have to bring Almer on in I, I kind of keep expecting that bubble to burst but it doesn't look like it's going to and maybe for a couple more weeks just sort of try and ride this wave into the World Cup. So I have enough in the bank to upgrade Andreas Pereira to Almiron. Um, nice. Which that's nice. Gives me a little bit of a benching headache because I have to I'd have to I'd have to bench someone, but um or maybe sort of someone will, will become ill and that, that won't be a problem or something like that. But um you know they're just in such good form. They play Southampton this week. They do have Chelsea next week, but I think we've seen in recent times Chelsea that's at home, isn't it? Chelsea at home. home. Chelsea. Yep. Yeah. So, so they're brilliant at know, James Park. At that point, I am kind of, you know, I'm quite committed with, with, with Newcastle. But you, know, you got that wild card. I could reset it. I could, you know, maybe I move Wilson out for someone else and keep Alba on or something like that. But um, it's whether it's just worth it for the hit, really, because I've already sort of made that that one transfer. And you know, do I expect them to 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 outscore? You know, the, the sort of four points it would it would take over these two weeks. Maybe we'll have to see. But I mean, other players on the chopping block, I'd like to probably move Zaha, but. I just don't think I'm going to have the time or the energy or the um, transfers to do it. So he's probably going to ride in and, you know, he's got West Ham this week and then Forest away in the last game before the, before the, uh, the world cup. So, I mean, he's not really doing it at that sort of price point. I'd probably move him off someone like Rashford. Um, it would maybe be the move there, but I, I think probably, probably the move for me will be to, would be to upgrade. Pereira, you know, Pereira's doing doing really well. He's scoring a lot of points. Generally, all those points are on, on my on my bench, but they've got tricky fixtures. They've got mm. City this weekend, you know, and then United. And you know, he's gone up a little bit. He's four point six. I got him at four point five. But you know, that's nothing really. If I need, if I want to buy him back in in that World Cup break um, on the wild card, I can obviously, I can obviously do that. So I might. That feels like the sort of easy short term upgrade for me. Um, the only other thing I could look at would be Mitrovic to Jesus, um, but. Arsenal's fixtures are, you know, well, they've got Chelsea this That's just why I'm avoiding stuff. it. That's why I keep doing it. Look. But Chelsea away, I think they could do well. And then Holmes away, it's... They could, yeah. yeah. Jesus um, is an interesting one. You know, I think he's... Um, I, I've seen a little bit of chat from Arsenal fans that they're sort of starting to say some of the things that City fans have been telling them about Jesus from probably like, you know, his, his time <laughs> there, that, you know, sort of his decision-making and his ability to actually pull the trigger is is maybe a challenge. You know, he's not scored, but he's still he's still... He's still getting a good amount of assists. He got two assists in that game yeah, against Forest. Um, yeah. 
you know, so he's got five goals and six assists this season. Pretty good. Down to eight million again, sort of a starting point for the for the season, and down to about sixty percent ownership. So that's, it could be an option. Hurt, could be an option there for me for, to go for Mitrovic to to I'm Jesus or something like that. But it's I've got you know I'm going to be tripling up on whichever team I choose, whether that's Newcastle or or um or Arsenal. So um and and both of those would be for a hit. But you know. My position this season is not lighting the world on fire, and I maybe need to make some some slightly more aggressive moves to to try and get back into it. But yeah, we'll we'll see. What, what about yourself, Ryan? How is your how's your transfer strategy uh, lining up this week? Well, my transfer strategy has been woeful of late, and I think I've shared again my my sort of recent. I think we've five or six transfers, and they've just been terrible and have not pushed me on at all. It's like Kukurea is a problem in my, my team. Uh, it's just just I thought I'd get some clean sheets in the fixtures that they had. But um yeah, no, he's he's been he's been terrible pick. Um we spoke about Zaha flattering to the Foden's been very, very disappointing, I thought. These four fixtures once once we once we got them, I thought he would get returns and he's just had a two one pointers and that's been blocking some points off my bench. So anyway, uh and Tony. So Tony's my biggest problem. I need to get rid of Tony. Uh, and what it is, I've got I've got two or three transfers. I haven't made the transfers yet because I wanted to hear around what Harlan was up to. Um if Harlan's okay then I'll leave him there. I'll get rid of Tony. I mean nine ninety nine percent will put in Wilson for Tony. And then I was thinking of making a second transfer. It might be Kukurea going for a United defender or I might chop out Zaha for can't get Elmer on if I get Wilson because I've already got Trippier and Pope, so I can only go one there. Um, so I might take another punt on um, Rashford. I might, I might look at there. They've got good fixtures, um, Man United, and the only problem with him is that he's a bit hit and miss. A way to way to Villa, way to Fulham. I think they're two winnable games. Do I think the defender could outscore Rashford as the attacker? I mean, possibly. Yeah, he, what he, he scored last last game week. Only got an eight point. It hasn't really done much. And he did done something quite early on in the season, but it could be. I mean, he's, he looks he looks a different player. But um, so that, that's that's the thoughts. The other side of it is like we keep ignoring Trossard. But they're two fixtures. The Wolves away, Villa at home. Right. right. Yeah, they've got he, over that little mini hump that I think made everyone. He's the one. In, in the city he's the one in form, Trossard, yes. and it was like well. Almiron, yeah, he's well. Look, Almiron, Trossard are, are, are two very explosive players. I think you can get something or nothing from them. But like, I, I, I've ignored them. Like, I just, just haven't gone that way, and I've, I've been punished. Uh, so, I think, I think that's my, my thoughts. I mean, Kukurea might just stay just because it's. Oh, I, I've got what have we got at the back? Uh, if I, if I was to pick my team this week, I pretty much. I've got a decision to make in who to play out of Sessegnon, Kukurea or Gehi, uh, which is a bit uninspiring, but I really don't know where to go with with those with that. Who would you play, Matt? Sessegnon, Kukurea or Gehi? Uh, who's Chelsea? I'd play Chelsea and Arsenal. So no, I'd play, play Gehi, I think, out of those three. Well, I think Sessegnon... Just a rotation risk and, and playing Liverpool. Um, I, don't, yeah. I don't think he'll play either. Gay, he, you know, I think he, yeah. you know, West Ham, West Ham away is not 
not not the best fixture, but you know, I yeah, think I think so that's what you know, you're just looking you're looking for a scrappy nil nil really there, aren't you? But yeah, yeah. more likely to get that versus Kukurea. It's, it's, it's whether I it's whether I um make the transfer and for a United defender. Uh, that would be in then I can get a United defender playing instead of sort of Kukurea assessing on. Um, and then yeah, midfield, Odin Salah. Zaha Martinelli again. Zaha's up for grabs because I might move him on, and then yeah, Tony will be gone for a forward. Harlem Mitrovic. Um, so yeah, it's it's a Mitrovic away to City. I'm not happy about that, but really, again, I'm a bit limited on the bench. But fingers crossed. If I make two two transfers, it will start to look a bit better than than what it currently does. So yeah, it, it, on paper, it, it my team isn't looking looking great, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we are. I mean, I thought it's looked all right for the last couple of weeks, and it's been—I've been punished. So, we'll see, mm. so those things, right? So, I mean, we've touched on form players. We we know what Almiron's on. We know what Trossard's um, doing. Um, but Trossard seems to do it against the bigger teams rather than the smaller teams. So, yeah, that, that's that's the catch we do. Is is there anyone yeah, out there, Matt? You're thinking two week punt? Who am I going to go for? Yeah, any any the outside bets for anyone i mean we ha- i think we've touched on on most of them but I mean, maybe the only uh really outside one is you know bournemouth uh, sort of looking a little bit more lively over the last three or four weeks i'm just checking their fixtures if that's true not really um yeah. you know they got a few goals against against um that's, against spurs and yeah. you know they 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 have a couple of decent fixtures. They got Leeds. Um, you know, Leeds got that great result against against Liverpool. But you know, that that might be just one of those ones that masks over the cracks of actually that you know they're, they're struggling a little bit and and Everton. So you know, Solanke five point seven. If you're looking for a replacement for um, for Ivan Tony or Mitrovic, I think I think Wilson's probably almost certainly the one to go for. But you know, if you can't if you can't get him for any reason or or you can't get to to Jesus, you know, Solanke's been on the radar for a while. Um, you know, he's he's only scored two goals and, and four assists, but you know, he's he's a pretty cheap enabling price, five point seven million. Um, Kiefer Moore as well is the one that scored the two goals against Spurs, only five point four million. I mean, you're really stretching it. And I think there are better options, but if you if you do need to free some cash up um to maybe upgrade somewhere else, they could be ones to to look at as a sort of really short term punt until as we get into that, yeah, into the World Cup. But yeah, it's a it's a scrape in the barrel, I think, really, with these. I think quite a lot of the, uh, you know, the big differentials are are, are, are well established at, at this point. So it's, uh, it's becoming harder and harder to find these sort of lower ownership players. But what about yourself, right? Anyone, anyone else that you've sort of got on your radar? Um, like teams with the fixtures: West Ham, two home games, Crystal Palace, Leicester. You got rid of Skamaka. A lot of people bigging him up. I don't think I don't think he's the right pick. I think Bowen could do okay. Bowen scored. It's either all of his goals, all of his goals, but one at home. So he never yeah. scores away. So yeah, he's so he's. I mean, we've been there. I'm not going to go there, but I think he's a good shout. He won't be on penalties now, though. I think he's lost that. Um, the, I mean, we know about City. If I if I could have, then would have. Uh, De Bruyne was the way to go. You cannot avoid De Bruyne. Fulham at home, Brentford at home, like great great fixtures. So. Like that's nothing new there. The other team, like we, we spoke about them last week, the Everton on paper, Leicester at home, Bournemouth away, they look okay, but then Leicester have looked better and Bournemouth have looked better. So I'm, I'm not 100% sure there. So, um, yeah, Calvert Lewin, 
I think your goalkeeper is a really good shout. I think they're going to be defensively better than attacking return. So Pickford is is certainly the goalkeeper to make sure um, who's going to be making goalkeeper changes. But that was what the wildcard was for. And I think you'll now um, like to see if if he's been the best performing goalkeeper over the period, Matt. But yeah, he's he's certainly racking up those points. He's had he had a few dodgy weeks um, yeah, actually. A couple of single quarters. He got um he got six points to eleven points over his last two, so he's okay. hit he hit a little bit of form again. Yeah, I think Henderson might be he scored um, got a couple of penalty saves, didn't he? So he might have might have done that, but um but yeah, so look, players wise, West Ham could be an outside bet there from um, maybe a Skamaka or or a Bowen. Um, I'm not gonna. There's a player at Forest, Forest to Cot, Brentford, across the Palace. And the reason I'm just going to bring them in uh, for that is because, um, let me just call him up. There's, let me get his name right, hopefully. He's very cheap. He plays Owamnii. He's a forward, is the best I can get him. Taiwa Owamnii. So he's, what's he, 5.7 million, so dirt cheap. Like, no no one owns him, of course. Uh, it's just their fixtures is why I'm calling him out. So, We've got a problem with Tony. If I go down as low as this from OM Nii, um, it gives me a bundle of cash. I could then possibly upgrade Pereira to a very good midfielder if I need to. So I suppose he it's a way out to raise some money. And as like he's played, he's scored a couple of goals of late. Um, I mean, yeah, he's certainly not gonna if you get a goal out of the next two, that's a good return. Uh Brentford at home. Split at home, two home games. Forest, I think gonna need something from those games to be able to um set themselves up for when we come back off the World Cup. So look, that's a massive punt, but look, it's a bit of cash. I mean Solanke potentially is a same price point, I think, for uh, an option. Right. Yeah. Some well, few uh few things there, but I mean like you know it's there's so many good differentials at this point. I think more, you know, uh, that wild card is can't come quickly enough. I'm really looking forward to reshaping my my team yeah. with with a lot of these players and and seeing what happens after the World Cup. But we do have one more game week to go after this one, so we will uh we will be back next week to talk about this one. Look at yeah, look at game week 16, and then maybe we'll do a little mini wrap up uh, lead into the World Cup, and then and then we'll be we'll be on hiatus until uh, until well probably after Christmas at that point, but. Um, yeah brilliant thank you very much for listening hope you have a good uh, a good game as as mentioned it's the, it's a sort of slightly later um deadline tomorrow so do keep an eye out for early Harlan news sort of around one o'clock to talk before the one thirty deadline if you need to sort of move captaincies or vice captaincies around um, that'll be the time to to do it but yeah brilliant thank you very much from myself and from ryan and we'll speak to you soon yeah good luck all